everyone and welcome to the Migrant Next Door. I'm your host and fellow migrant Ritika and I'm here to talk about all things related to migrants. So we'll discuss everything from moving to a new country, mental health, relationship problems, culture shocks, investing and more in the journey to build a home away from home. So I'll get straight into today's topic and um, it's a bit of a serious one I have to say and um, I've been dreading to talk about this because it is a sensitive topic for me and for a lot of listeners as well I'm guessing. So this is just a warning that I will talk about death and about losing a loved one. It has taken me a lot of mental strength to do this episode because I want to talk about things that matter and that hurt us the most, that make us question everything we are doing and all the life decisions that we've taken. So today I want to talk about the family we leave behind and the family we won't ever see again. Many of us migrants have dealt with losing a loved one while we've been overseas and we haven't been able to say our last goodbyes or spend the last few days with with the person who's passed away. So now there are a lot of reasons why you wouldn't be able to say your last goodbyes. Sometimes it really is a sudden departure, a loved one suddenly passes away, there's no signs, no one's sick, no one's old, you're not expecting it, so you're not really able to make any arrangements, you're not able to fly internationally the same day or the next day, sometimes it's not possible. Especially with the COVID travel restrictions for the last two years, I think it has been really hard for a lot of people, for a lot of migrants to be able to see their loved ones talk to their loved ones and say goodbye to their loved ones. If if I specifically talk about New Zealand, the New Zealand borders, and I've mentioned this before, only fully opened on the 31st of July this year, 2022. So for the last two years and a bit, um, the borders were shut. So anyone wanting to travel overseas would really have to think twice to, to make that decision and if that decision was really worth it or not. I will talk about this more into detail soon, but in terms of other reasons of why people are not able to say last goodbyes to their family or, or loved one, sometimes as migrants over here, we we have families of our own, young families of our own, um, little kids, toddlers, newborns, that we are not really able to travel with them and we are not really able to leave them here with anyone because, I mean, we're migrants. It's not like all of our extended family is here to take care of our kids. Even with school-age um, kids, sometimes it's not possible to um, take them off school and, and take them away for two weeks. So these are some of the very practical things that at the time it's really hard to think about it, but you have to because you are making this big decision to to fly home urgently so you need to to make all the arrangements who's going to pick up the kids from school who are the kids going to live with can I actually take them with me um, and and one of the other factors that comes in here is money sometimes you're actually not able to afford it um, because international flights anyways are not cheap and if you're booking certain thing urgently like for today or next day it definitely is um, liquid gold 
I say this because I heard this from a colleague, um, I think two days ago, and she said that um, if you're booking flights urgently, then, I mean, it really is liquid gold because it's so expensive that not everyone can afford it. And then the other thing, which I don't know if everyone will relate to this or not, but there are a lot of cultures, especially in South Asia. So where I'm from, India, the the fact that in our culture, even if I were to fly the same day or the next day to see a family member who's passed away, I won't actually be able to see them or, or say my last goodbyes because the culture is not really to preserve the body for all the loved ones to come. The culture really is to, as soon as a death happens in the family, the, the culture is to quickly arrange for a funeral and do all the formalities, whether you are cremating or burying, whatever it is. Um, but the culture is that you do that as soon as possible and not really wait. I think the only uh, situation that I can think of, and, and all all of these formalities, especially funeral, is quite religious for every family, I guess. So the religion that I was born into and sort of culture that I have seen, the only time, I guess, someone will or, or a family will wait uh, for the funeral is when, when the person who has to do all of the rituals is not there and they're waiting for them. So the immediate close family member, the son or the grandson or someone like that. So that that's a very cultural thing, but um, that's probably the only um, situation that I can think of when families, particularly where I'm from, would wait on arranging the funeral details. So really, I mean, when you first decide to move overseas, I think that is the time when you say goodbye to a lot of people that you will not see again. It is it is a reality and sometimes what we do is is we try to shut down that feeling or try to not think about it because we we feel, oh my God, why am I thinking about that? Why am I thinking that someone's going to die? No one's going to die. It's all going to be all right. But it does happen as much as we try to ignore it or not think about it. It's only when that happens is is that you realize that you've actually said your last goodbye a year ago or two three four years ago and you're never seeing this person again in in real life so personally when I was in this situation a few years ago in fact it was the first year that I had um, moved here I lost close family members and I wasn't able to go back home I just wasn't able to I mean I was quite new here in this country so I wasn't really sure if I was able to go back, what was the procedure, if I'd be able to come back, there were just a lot of uncertainties. And at the time, my family said to me, don't come, um, that's okay, you stay there. And and I suppose I was in my early 20s, so I wasn't really able to make a decision there. So someone decided for me, my family decided for me and said, um, stay where you are. And I thought, okay, I'll do that. But now that I think about it, um, after all of these years, it still is the biggest regret of my life that I I wasn't able to fly back and I wasn't able to say goodbye um, to my close family. And at the time, I think what happens is, now that I um, reflect on it, I felt quite isolated and I think my life personally kind of spiraled a little bit from there for, for a couple of years. And and I miss my family members. I I think I'll I'll always regret that I wasn't able to 
just quickly decide and go back because it was really hard at the time and and I was in such a shock that that was happening that I just couldn't make a decision so so that was that I think that's the time when you think about everything that you're doing in your life and and why you're moving away doing all of these new things but not really spending time with your family and creating more memories so then whatever memories you have with them you kind of cling on to it and you really hold them close to your heart i do and and i know a lot of people do because there's there's this big regret that you were not able to see them and personally for me i think whatever i do in life i won't be able to get past that the feeling of regret so when this happened again in my family very recently i decided to do something this time and um that's one of the reasons why i was sort of absent on this podcast and why i didn't really release anything in the last 3 weeks because um what i did this time i did fly back home to india for the passing of a really close family member and i got to be with my family and i and i got to grieve with them and that i think really helped heal a little bit of you could say of that trauma that um i had from the last time that happened um all those years ago 6 7 years ago because at the time i thought if i'm ever ever in a situation like that again i will do my absolute best to fly home and this time when it happened i quickly the same day booked a flight flew back home to india and i was there the next day and i got to spend 3 weeks with my family during a time that was that was really hard for all of us and it was quite a vulnerable moment as well so i i'm just thankful that i was in a position to be able to spend that money have that time have that flexibility from work as well that i was able to go and not really think of all the practicalities that i was talking about and i'm also quite thankful that the new zealand borders are open and that i do um have my residency sorted so so i can fly without thinking about oh am i able to fly back will i still have a job can i take all of these leaves and and these are the things that you have to think about so imagine getting the news that a close family member or a friend or a loved one has passed away instead of just crying or grieving you have to think about all of these practicalities it is so frustrating and and just honestly that's the time when i have sometimes contemplated about what am i doing here and and why am i doing all of this and what am i running after when people that i have left behind i probably will not be able to see when i turn so it's it's really hard but that's what i did this time and i think it's helped me a little bit overall in terms of the regret that i have i have also seen a bit of this with my friends the the biggest regret definitely is to not able to say your last goodbye but so many migrants lost close family members and they were not able to go because of the rules we had in this country and some people actually had an indication because because they had sick family members or old family members and you know in that case they felt really helpless sitting here not being able to do anything and that is probably the worst situation one person can be in but that happened with a lot of people the other thing was around flying home during covid restrictions and having to 
think about a real possibility that you will not be able to come back when the borders were shut. So imagine having to make that tough decision on should I go back and just forget about everything that I have created here or should I just stay here just not be able to say goodbye to this person who's passed away who could be really close to you. So I have at least been lucky that I haven't been in a situation where I had to decide should I go shouldn't I go because the thing about it is whatever you decide at the end of the day you will regret it if you decide to go see your family during COVID times then you'd be stuck in in your home country not be able to return here for a very long time or not be able to return at all if your visa expires so then you'll you'll think oh my god I regret this because I struggled so much, created this life, and now it's all gone. And if you decide to stay and not go, then again you will regret it because you'll think, I stayed behind for comfort, I stayed behind for my job, for my visa, for money, and I didn't go and see my family. What's even the point of money and comfort and job and visa if if I couldn't be with my family? So I think it's a very tough decision, and there is no right or wrong choice that you can make. But I think these situations impact our lives in ways we probably will never be able to fully understand and comprehend how it's also affected our mental health in such a big way. Because whatever you decide, there's going to be moments where you'll sit alone and you'll just rethink everything, whether it's at home with your family or whether it's here in in your new home. So what I can say is that we shouldn't really blame ourselves for whatever decision we take. I am trying to do that too and it's really hard but at the end of the day I think we have to try and be easy on ourselves. I for one every day and everything that I do I try to do it to honor and remember the the loved ones that I've lost in my family and keep them alive in my memories and mention them as much as I can. I always do it because if they were here they would definitely want us to be happy. They would want me to be happy and and be successful in whatever it is that I was trying to achieve. So I think we made that decision to move overseas. So these things kind of come with it and we just have to deal with it one day at a time. I was in the situation a few times and initially I wasn't able to quickly fly back, see my family but this time I did. And either ways, I mean, at the end of the day, you still have to process that grief. Sometimes it takes a few days, a few months, and sometimes it takes a few years. And sometimes the grief will just stay with you and you'll just learn to live with it. But whichever stage of processing your grief you're in, I think we have to remember that we are trying to do the best that we can. And, and whatever decision we make isn't a measure of the love or attachment that we have towards that loved one. Loved one. So yeah, just be easy on yourself, process your grief, talk about it, seek help if you need and and definitely take care of your mental health because that is really important and at the end of the day you have to be sound in your mind to be able to process everything that's happening around you and to be able to take care of your physical self. So I'll finish the episode on this note and just want to say a very happy Diwali to everyone who is celebrating and I will see you next week. 